Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. This is the Pat McCrory Show with Bo Thompson on News Talk 1110, 99.3 WPT. Well, for the past year, the leaders in North Carolina, primarily headed up by Governor Cooper and our health director, Mandy uh, Cohen. I, I was going to say Mandy Moore. You know, the singer, Mandy Moore, mm-hmm. the actress, Mandy Moore. Mm-hmm. They've been uh, making sure our schools stay closed because the data showed, the data supposedly that we never saw showed that we ought to keep our schools closed, but we never looked at education data. Well, now we have a superintendent of public schools, Catherine Truitt, elected by you, the people of North Carolina, come out with some data this week and says the data shows that keeping schools closed is harming our children in many, many ways. And I'm honored to have Catherine Truitt, the school superintendent, on the air. I love you, Catherine Truitt. You used to work for me as my sure education did. advisor. And I want to apologize for right now. Had I known you were going to be the top dog just in a few years, I would have treated you a lot better. So I want to do a <laughs> uh, an official apology. I had to do this to my nephew growing up, too. I used to beat him up, and now he's a, he's making five times more money than I am. And I'm going, I didn't mean to be mean to you growing up, but... <laughs> oh, Governor, you were never mean to me. I promise you that. <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you, I, I I was honored to have you be my education advisor uh, during my tenure as governor, and I'm so proud of you being the superintendent of public schools. But more important, I'm, I'm glad of you coming out with some data and science about the impact mm-hmm. of closing schools in North Carolina. So what's, the, what's your study show, and what kind of reaction are you getting? Well, the the fall testing data, which shows us that 86% of students in North Carolina actually participated in their end-of-grade, end-of-course tests um, from the fall semester, shows us that um, about 23% of children are, of teenagers, are on track not to pass their classes or progress such that they can pursue the post high school graduation plans that they have 23 Um, (laughs) percent yeah yeah but you know what governor what's worse for me is um 75 percent three out of four third graders right now are are not reading proficiently and you i know know, and you know what uh, 70 what percent is not reading the third grade level yeah. 75%. That means, from my experience working with you when I was governor, and you'd say, Governor, if they're not reading by third grade, they're probably not going to graduate or they'll quit school at 16. Yeah, there's, there's definitely a, um, a correlation between post-secondary success and third grade reading scores. In fact, um, studies done of, of, of incarcerated individuals show that 
they, I think 99% of incarcerated individuals are largely illiterate. So we've, we've, we've got to get kids back in school. It's just, and, and while right now I do have to say that it is possible for a district, for, for a local school board, to allow grades K through five back in the building every single day for in-person instruction. So they do have the ability to do that. But um, I'm not sure if you know this or not, but um, when you look at a, a, at a map, both in North Carolina and nationally, of districts that are open versus districts that are closed, it's along political lines. So Republican-led local school boards have their schools open and democratically led local school boards have their schools closed. I.e. Mecklenburg County, Union County. Union County's been open since since August. Mm-hmm. And Mecklenburg County, and, and why is it just K through five? That's ridiculous. I just got off a plane last night, a packed plane, yeah. <laughs> which Governor Cooper's yeah. not objecting to. And we won't let kids go into school, kids who are safer at a younger age from this virus? Yeah, I, um, that is where the pushback um, from my office comes to DHHS. I have repeatedly said that at the very least they need to change the uh, six-feet social distancing rule in our 6th through 12th grades to, to three feet. And that way, that way all of our middle and high schools can can open. Why are they not? Why are not? You're giving them data. Why are they not following that data? Both Mandy uh, Cohen, I call her more, is kind of a sarcastic joke, but uh, and Governor Cooper, is it is the unions? Is the teachers union that powerful? So definitely, um, in the beginning, there was a lot of pressure coming from the the teachers union into the governor's office, and um, I think that. You know, as as you remember, you have to pick and choose when are you going to use your voice when you're governor. And I would have liked to have seen him use his his voice to um, mandate that these uh, certainly the elementary schools open up for in-person instruction five days a week long before they did. I mean, we still in Wake County, we still have fourth and fifth grade not in in-person instruction five days a week. And by the way, as a result of this, a lot of parents are just saying goodbye to public schools. That's exactly The stats show Charlotte, Mecklenburg, and Wake County schools, high-growth areas, are losing students. Yes. We we had 17,000 fewer kindergartners enroll in in school this past fall. In public schools. Public schools. And remember when I have to used to do my budget as governor, these same counties were projecting five, six percent increases every year, and they were totally false. They were wrong. Right. Yes. All right, real quick, it, the the override of the governor's veto, it failed the first time. One of the co sponsors just missed the vote. <laughs> uh, and I guess Phil Berger and the I mean just just happened to miss the vote, couldn't make it. And is there just a lot of pressure on these Democrats from uh, Governor Cooper? You better not vote against me. And you're recommending that they override the veto, right? Yes, I am. I'm, I'm very much in favor of this legislation because it, it gives local school boards um, control 
to um, open up their high schools if they are able to do it um, in a way that they think is safe. And so, you know, I, I like the legislation because it, it takes the politics out of the local school boards and says, you all have to do what's right. And I might add. But it also gives parents, yeah. a ch- it gives parents the ability to stay, stay home if they want. Their ki- they can keep their kids home if they want. Catherine Truitt, I've I've told you this before, and I, I admire you. And you're not a political person. You're you're an educator. You're an educator. Yeah, you always have been. When you advised me, you never brought up politics. You brought up education. And to me, at the state level, you're the only person who is elected to run education in the state of North Carolina. Not Governor Cooper. You were it, and you're recommending yeah. that they override that veto of the governor, yeah. and I encourage yeah. Republicans and Democrats listening to take the advice of the head of education in North Carolina, Catherine Truitt. Thank you. I'm proud of you, Catherine. Thank you so much, sir. You're Just fighting for the kids, and uh, that's what it takes right now, and you're looking at the bigger picture, long-term and short-term. Mental health and academic health are intertwined. Wow. This is the Pat McCrory Show with Bo Thompson on News Talk 1110, 99.3 WPT. I'm going to be extremely direct. With the fastest growing audience in Carolina's radio about the failure of not just Governor Andrew Cuomo or Gavin Newsom in California, but I must be also be direct about the failure of Governor Roy Cooper regarding our children and education in North Carolina during the past year. A total failure. We've deceived our children by saying we're making decisions about their education based upon science and data regarding the virus. We have misled the parents, we have misled the public, and the media in North Carolina has been complacent to this total failure of communicating the truth, the whole truth, to the citizens of North Carolina. Because we're now finding out, and we've known this, we've known this for six months, that shutting down our schools harms students in the long run. We knew for six months that shutting down our schools was not even beneficial to the health and safety of our kids, our children, that schools were safer for our kids than their own homes. And yet we kept shutting down the schools. Whether it be in New York, California, or right here in North Carolina. Some governors came around earlier and recognized we need to open up the schools. Slow to do it, but they finally did. In North Carolina right now, Governor Roy Cooper, with compliance with the Democratic North Carolina legislators who are wanting to sustain a veto of Governor Cooper, a veto of a bill which wants to reopen our schools, The Democrats are complacent, not only in the state legislature, but they're complacent in Mecklenburg County, Guilford County, Wake County, Forsyth County, Bumpkin County, 
In other words, that's Asheville, Charlotte, Greensboro, Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill. Wherever the Democrats lead the cities and school boards, our schools are still shut down. And they're failing our students. And guess which students they're failing? They're primarily failing poor students, primarily failing minority students. They are discriminating against minority students because wealthier students who are predominantly white are making the choice to leave the public school system. They're going to charter schools. They're doing home schools. They're going to private schools including religious schools, which have been open for half a year now. And yet our governor, Roy Cooper, right now with cooperation with Mandy Cohen, is not taking the advice of school superintendent Catherine Truitt, an expert on education who is telling the governor as we speak Open up the schools. 75% of our third graders are not reading at third grade level. Let me repeat that. 75% of our third graders in public school are not reading at third grade level. And I know this from my experience as governor. If you are not reading at the proper level by third grade the likelihood of you failing school or dropping out of school or even going to prison is extremely high. Once you get behind, you don't catch up. And right now, Governor Cooper's policy and the Democrats at the local state level and Joe Biden are failing our kids. And the impact will be felt 5, 10, 20 years from now. So why are they doing this? Well, the power of teacher unions, not the teachers, the unions that control the teachers. Even here in North Carolina, the National Teachers Association, they help get Governor Cooper elected. They help help get almost every Democrat in the state legislature elected. And they also help get school board members elected right here in Mecklenburg County. They have a great deal of power, not only with the politicians, but they also send things to our parents. They're not putting children first. They're putting politics first. And the teachers say they can't go to school? Really? I just took a flight on American Airlines last night, and those flight attendants were working their tails off in much tougher conditions than our schools. It's a sad commentary. It's time for us to speak out. It's been a year, and we're going to have a long-term decade worth of damage to our children because of political decisions being made for the past year.